dear listeners, this is Olivia. This week we have a content warning for psychological abuse. We have a resource page on the website where we have tried to list as many hotlines, info pages and support things that we could find. So if you feel like you need any resources like that, please go to y2kpod.com resources and hopefully you'll find it there. Please take care of yourself. And if you need to, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Welcome to Y2K. I'm recording this late at night. Tammy has ingratiated herself with the student radio here, and so I am in a proper studio again. Thank you so much, 95BFM. So I finally fixed a time to visit my grandparents. Rotorua is about four hours away by train, so it's not that far, but I've been so busy that it just hasn't happened yet. So, next weekend, I am off to spend a few days with them, and the rest of the clan, of course. Not everyone still lives there anymore, but there are still plenty of aunts, uncles, and cousins to see. And I hope to squeeze in a hike. The nature around Rotorua is simply spectacular. Someone asked if I was in touch with my other grandparents, Jess and Bree's parents, and no. Never met them. Not sure they know I exist. And it's strange, but I don't feel like meeting them either. Especially after hearing how they treated their kids. Of course, I have many more details now through the voicemails, but I always knew they hadn't accepted Mum and Brie for who they were. And this was why we weren't in contact. I want to find Mike not only because he is my bio dad, but also because he seems by all accounts to be a decent human being. I see no reason to meet the people who hurt Brie and Mum so much. That might change, I suppose, but I don't think so. Anyway. Last week, Brie sang at the cafe, Kat had a good time at her new job, and Jess reworked his screenplay. Welcome to the year 2000. Sharon, it's Jess. So good to hear from you. Sorry it took me a while to get back to you. Exciting times, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think as long as you bring the basics with you, you can add the rest once you're there. Layered clothing and music and then you'll be good. <laughs> I am sitting at my desk in our new apartment with a window open and the sun is streaming in and it smells almost like summer. I am still a little lost in the seasons, but, oh, springtime. It always makes me so happy whenever it turns up. Makes me want to run outside and hug a tree. (laughs) I should be writing, of course. At this point, there is not a second of the day where I should not be writing. But taking a break to message you and smell the air... Things are good, Sharon. I have so much to do, and of course I get stressed and anxious and worried, but thinking back to this time last year, well, you were there. 
I was so miserable over Claire and didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And now I am with the most wonderful person and I get to write every single day and I am so damned happy. <laughs> I hope you find all you want and need in New York, my dear. You deserve every good thing. Big hugs. What? Come here! Uh, okay! Guess I'll do this later. What? We're having a dinner party on Saturday. <laughs> we are? Alright, uh, I guess you'll be cooking then. Of course. I've found this recipe for watermelon and feta salad that should be a good starter. And steak, of course. And you are making dessert. <sighs> I can do that. Mud cake? I was thinking something more now. Cupcakes? That works. Who's coming? I invited Mark and Julie, Paul and Stacy, and Simon and Lisa. John O. You know I don't want to hang out with Simon. Oh, come on, Kat. That was ages ago. And you've met them both since. Yes, but... I really don't want to spend a whole evening with him. You know that. Nothing against Lisa. She's great. I've already invited them. You're my girlfriend. You live here paying next to no rent. The least you can do is be decent to my guests. I... No arguments. They are coming and you will smile and laugh and wear a pretty dress and that is that. I can't... You will do what I say! <gasps> oh, for fuck's sake! I am not touching you! I just... Don't make me angry, Cat. All right? Just stop making me angry. All right. We'll have a great time, I promise. Yes. You can wear that pretty 50s dress we got at Camden Lock last weekend. Fine. It's all right, sweetie. I forgive you. I know you didn't mean it. We should, um... We should clean up that glass. Uh, someone could get hurt. Thanks, sweetie. I'll go check my email. What's this? Hello, Jess. Uh. Not so great today. Jono and I argued last night. I thought... I thought we were doing better. But maybe not. We made up, of course. <laughs> we always do. And we had to. <laughs> These are the baby-making days of the month. I know... That sounds awful, and it is. Having sex on a schedule because you have to is incredibly unexciting. It's fine once we get going, but getting there is... yeah. Also, Jono isn't... he thinks we should just let it happen. So it's mainly me keeping track. 
I'm tired, Jess. I can't sleep once we've argued. It takes me ages. I'm on my lunch break in Leicester Square, looking straight at the cinema posters. Billy Elliot is the big one right now, all around the square. I haven't seen it, but I'd like to. Anyway, better go back to work. Oceans of hugs. Are you all right? I heard... Not sure how it happened exactly, but I heard your fight. And he's... He's... Cat, he is not playing fair. He is getting angry and then blaming you for it. Blaming you for provoking him. And this time it wasn't jealousy. It was simply you standing up to him. And he has to be able to handle that. Oh, dearest cat, if he can't, he has to learn how to handle you saying no. That's pretty basic after all, right? I... Hearing you sound so... Not yourself, I... It, I worry about you so much. Let me know what I can do, alright? I'm here. Always. I love you. Olivia here. Back again. I'm so glad she said that at the end. Not that I know how much use it will do, but it seems Jess, my mum, is always on tiptoes and doesn't dare speak up properly when Jono is doing all these awful things. And I understand. She doesn't, didn't, want to risk Kat closing off and not speaking to her. I suppose we'll see what happens. Happened. Navigating the tenses is hard. Time to go, I think. Till next week. From the creators of Continuum Force comes a spine-tingling horror audio fiction. Vampires of Whitechapel. Come into the world of Ariana Grayson, an FBI agent who tracked down the serial killer, Alistair the Annihilator, only to discover he is a real vampire, sired by the infamous Jack the Ripper, and he has been hunting her. Vampires of Whitechapel, available on Apple Podcasts, Google, and wherever else you listen to your favorite audio fiction podcasts. If you know anything about my biological father, Mike, please let me know. I would very much like to get in touch with him. Please email me at y2kpod at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter or Instagram at y2kpod. Also, check out our webpage at y2kpod.com, where you can find out more about the show and, of course, listen to all the episodes. We are also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you like Y2K, please tell your friends to listen too. 
And if you want to support the show further, thank you so much. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash y2kpod and pledging a monthly amount. From one US dollar, you get all our episodes early. So if you were a patron, you could check out next week's episode in just a few days. I am so very happy and so grateful to our wonderful, amazing patrons. We also have merch. Check it out at y2kpod.com slash merch. Our amazing intro and outro music is created and recorded by Jake Halls. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Halls, to hear more. I'm Olivia. Thank you for listening and welcome back next week when we return to the year 2000.